Don't point at me. <laughs> Don't point at me. Oh no, this is going to be tough. Hi guys, welcome back to the podcast. She's already losing her mind. I'm here with the Pippi Connor and I'm really excited for today's episode. Sorry, this is just already chaotic. Mate, there's nothing to be nervous about. Hello everyone. <laughs> So what have you been doing this week? Give us a week recap. Um, what have I been up to this week? I've been recently got a new job. Nice. So Tell with my that. neighbor Jackie, I work at her little cafe across the river. So it's a bit of a trek, but I've been working there like three days a week. Um, just saving money to go for Europe. Great. It's awesome. But that's what I've been doing this week. Not a whole lot. Last night went for dinner with some old Rotto mates. Did you? Yep. Um, that was, you know, Ella Beach, one of my friends, probably not. No. Did that, been with my boyfriend. 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 So lovely. Hey. I can't Um, wait to meet him. You're going to love him. He's so beautiful. Is he Um, listening? Hi. Probably. I'm sure he will. (laughs) Nice to meet you. This week, (laughs) do not spill that on my Morgan and Finch sheets. (laughs) This week, okay. I've decided health is wealth. Um, Georgia is probably listening and laughing. Health is wealth. That's my new saying. Even Jen, actually. Jen's probably listening and laughing because I just, I'm a bit hypocritical. I say health is wealth Monday to Friday and then I just get absolutely (laughs) zooted Saturday and Sunday. But no, zooted. Zooted. That chapter's ended. Um, health is wealth. I finally went to the doctor for like my cold and flu, which I've had for weeks. Um, so that's going to go. Thank God. And another health and wealth quest. I didn't pay for the HBF fun run, but <laughs> I'm going to say it in the podcast so I hold myself accountable. But on Sunday, I'm going to just do a 12K like at the same time. This Sunday. <laughs> at, at the same time as the HBF people. Where, but where like, are you run it? Well, I think I'm going to go across um, West Coast Highway because yep. it's dead flat. Mm-hmm. It's easier. Yeah. But I'm going to like start at the same time they start. <laughs> It's a bit embarrassing. But it costs fucking $150. Like, I'm not... I can't afford it. What have you been up to in more of the past two years <laughs> since school kind of thing? Since I've been MIA. Yeah, because I think me and Pippi are both people that have sort of fled from Perth a little. Mm-hmm. And you've done a lot. So take us through what you've done since school. Ooh. Which was, by the way... Three years ago now. Yeah, it's been a while. Terrifying. Okay, so I finished school, never a big fan of school, actually fucking hated it. Yeah, which we're going to get into, right? With a passion. I hated school. Anyway, Perth is great. I love Perth. Yeah, I think we've got a love for it. I've found a love for it now. I'm very grateful for what I've got. Mm. It's a beautiful place, beautiful people. But there was something itching in my brain while I was in school. And I was like, I feel like I walk down the same street every Every fucking day of my life and everything is so repetitive. I need to change. I need to find out who Pip is. And it wasn't just that. I also like have a love for traveling and stuff like that. So I finished school. I was working at a place in West Perth. Do you remember that? Oh my God, Jaffle. Jaffle, the Jaffle Shack. And I was working there for like, Ages, ages, probably full time for like almost a year, over a year, because I started the job when I finished, when I was still in school, year 12. And I just didn't like it, wasn't happy. Then I made friends, which was lovely. 
And then I met beautiful Lloyd and we became good mates. And that's how the idea of Rotto kind of got into my head because he was like, Rotto's so beautiful, you need to do it. I was going to say that I saw Lloyd, I was walking Tim, Mm -hmm. not walking, mate. So I went to the dog beach with Tim, who's my dog, guys, if you didn't know. Timmy, 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 yeah, Timmy, Timmy, and um, I didn't have him on the lead because he's a boss, he's fine. Well, I thought so, and then he he fucking ran onto the road, the car park, you know, in Trig, like the car park. And this guy gets out of his car and is like ushering the dog to get off the road. And I was like, oh my god, I'm really sorry. And it was Lloyd. I said Lloyd, like. Hi, that's my dog. I'm not even joking. And it was just really funny. And he was with his friend and Lloyd's just a cracker. He's Shout the out best. to you, Lloyd. We love you, Lloyd. We love you. Um, anyway. Okay, Sarah was with me. This is when Jaffle Shack came to an end. It was September of 2021. We, I had like one of my first days off mm. work. It was a Tuesday in so long and I was so excited the weather was finally starting to get good and we were like you know what would be fun you me Talia and my sister and we got gypsy in the car and we drove up to Lanson <laughs> and we we're like you know what would be fun like we're so shit at surfing but like let's go like it would be fun let's go on a day trip let's go past my old house at Moor River because that was when we sold it oh, a couple months God. prior and we like went to the beach it was shit the weather was not Wind. good windy yeah it was in and we're like fuck it let's go back and we're like actually you know it would be fun let's go past more river let's go to the giant swing the rope swing we're at the rope swing anyway a place we've been before many times many 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 times a little bit of danger but it's fun but it's fun anyway Long story no, short, I, can't even I end up fucking snapping my arm in half, doing oh. my knee, doing my toes, doing my ribs. End up in hospital. We Thanks. had to give Gypsy to <laughs> our friend Rolson on his property oh, in Jin Jin. And he's seeing me in the car, passing <sighs> out. Like, te- I was laughing. I was laughing. Mate, but- you, you should have been sedated. Like, you should have been pushed no, I, down. I, yes. Like, you were... <laughs> You were on the death's door. It's, it looks like a clitoris. So basically she's gotten on the swing and I think you were the first to go. Like we weren't even No, it, okay, yet. so we get there and we we're like, let's do it. Like it'll be fun. The tide's super low. Super, super low. Super fucking low. So like if you've been, I'm sure many of you guys have, it's like Atmore River, like further down the river, like near farms and shit. Yeah, it's like a creaky. Yeah, like thing. very spooky. Yeah, fun. and you, you looked at it, we all looked at it and went, so there's like a log and you stand on top of the log and it, there's a few rocks that go down maybe like a meter down onto the ground yeah, and then they yeah. fall and usually the river comes up in line with the rocks so you're not going to stack it down the rocks no. basically the tide was low and i was Literally like fuck all it all of this the tree and the rocks were exposed like there was no water but in there was the a river. broken branch that was down there's actually a video of oh, it no and we just of me snapping my arm and wrapping myself around i passed out in the riverbed no one was gonna go like we were just standing no in but that's minute. the thing Pippi swung no but that's the thing i go what's the worst that's gonna happen am i gonna fucking die like Pretty nah, but did. that's the thing. My my head doesn't it, register. It's, yeah, it's just danger. it's just like oh, like I just don't care. Like I can't explain. It. I just didn't care. And I was like, okay. Next thing you know, I was in hospital. Four operations later. Blah blah blah. Anyway, back to the story back that the happened. Story. Mm. Um, and then I couldn't work for like four months. And you were so depressed. I was so sad. It was summer. We all know I love the beach, so, yeah. and I love summer. 
couldn't do anything. That's all right. You know, not the end of the world. I was like, fuck this. I'm not <laughs> going back to the Jaffel Shack. So then I decide I'm going to go to Margaret River. Went down. One of my friends, Rachel, beautiful family friend oh, of mine. They have a property down there. Me and her stayed there for a bit. Started working down there. Stayed for a few months. And then was in Rotto with for my mom's birthday. Yeah. On Rotto Swim Weekend. And I went into the lane. Oh, my God, yeah. And I said, I want a job. And I got a job. Three days later, I moved over and I was living on the island for over a year. So I've been MIA. She's been so MIA. Um, Never go to anything. Very in my shell. <laughs> Very, but it was good for you. Like, oh, it's it definitely good. was. It's turned me into a grandma, but like in the best way possible. In the best way. And you've grown a lot. And a lot. We both had very different Rottnest experiences. I think across Rottnest, there's like four different places you can work roughly. That was just a guess. But I worked at a restaurant and my experience was we just had fun. We were reckless. Mm. <laughs> That's It was amazing. It was amazing. It's the culture though. Yeah. And you got to allow it. you got to get into yeah. it. Then there was the lane, which the people are beautiful there. They're like yogis, fairies, just beautiful Mm. beach goers. Um, And they sort of just stayed fresh through through the chaos. Help from our beautiful manager. Yeah, yeah. Kept you guys in line, I think, in that way. But like in a good way. But also, you guys had to get up at six. Like nobody else had to do that. So that obviously kept you more calm so take us through europe and what your plans are okay so basically a couple months ago when i was still in rotnest my housemates melita and stefano mm. are italian they were like we're going to be back in italy in like a couple months go visit the family like we're going through vietnam japan bali all that stuff and they're like you guys aren't going to be in Rotto anymore none of you guys study come to Italy like come to Europe and do a trip and like see how we live our life Mm. and like all this jazz so we're going in about what two weeks three weeks probably oh my god and we're basically we're kind of we're not backpacking but we're staying in hostels we're taking the big backpacks none of the we're not doing anything fancy we're going cheap as possible it's gonna be very fun Oh, it's gonna be amazing um yeah that's that. Very excited. It's going to be beautiful to see my Italian friend. I know. Ciao Bella. Ciao Bella. We love you. I actually lived in Italy for three months when I was little. What? I, yeah, I went to school oh, there. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. I'm not lying. What? <laughs> <laughs> no one knows that. And like, everyone gets weird when I so say. Erin lived in guitar. Oh my God, I forgot. And yeah. Talia lived in China. Yeah. Wow. So basically, I was five, I think. And my mum was a flight attendant for 15 years. So she had a shit ton of flyer points. I don't know what it's called. Frequent flyer points. That's right. Or is that Coles? Is it called frequent flyer points when you go to Coles? Anyway, whatever, something. She had heaps of points. So we ended up being able to go to all of us, Italy and back in business class. Went there. And then when we were living in a house, I went to school and so did my brother. How old were you? I was five. He was. Why does no one know this? Yeah, I know. Well, because I barely remember it, but it did happen. Anyway, dying to go back to Italy, so I'm going to be living through you. Yeah, rigatoni pasta. Oh, mate. Rigatoni. Apple spritz. Don't do this to me. I think we should tell everyone the origins of our friendship. I love to do this and properly introduce my guests 
to the listeners. So Pip and I have been friends for a very long time. I think the start of our friendship was when our friend Steph did the summer netball or whatever it's called. Spring netball. Yeah. Yep. The sharks. Yeah. (laughs) Is that what we were called? Yeah. And we got like custom made. Yeah. Custom made dresses. Then through school, we just became very close. Anyway, so after school, I think we should just delve into this story because it's hilarious. Pippi and I, and it's like my favorite memory with Pip, um, booked this big trip down I south. I thought you were going to say it's in Gracetown. Oh, mate. We have more than Gracetown. Oh, my God. I should get out the journal. Okay, this is really cute. We're just looking at this journal that we... We did a journal. So, yeah, we went down south. We went to uh, Gracetown, Denmark, Albany, um, this place called Fitzgerald River, and then Esperance. Big trip in Pip's dad's car. Um, Big Hilux. Hilux. These two 17 and 18-year-old girls (laughs) in a Hilux. Anyway, we go down south, and the first night... Oh my god! I think we should read out an excerpt. So we go down to Gracetown, and by the way, the weather's shit. It's raining every day. It's appalling. Let me just read out the first. Yeah, please. So this is us in our journal. Um, We'll reminisce with you. Here we go. Here's Pip. Alrighty. This is day one of Sarah's journal on our trip down south. Getting a bit sentimental. I know. I'm like a bit emotional. Okay. Today was a big one. Took a lot of organising and rushing around. A hockey game weighed in there too, but we did it. Pip drove us down to Gracetown and we set up shop just before the sunlight was completely gone. We proceeded to get ragingly drunk very quickly oh and God. ate a lot of chilli con carne. This is before both of us were vegetarian. Pippi came and picked me up. I was sweaty and grotty oh and we drove three and a half hours. Mummy's fucking chilli con It was your mummy's bulk. I feel like I just have to quickly add this one in here. Never, ever, ever, if you guys know Sarah, which all of you do, never, ever, ever let Sarah make you a drink. They're oh violent and they taste like shit. It's not because I'm trying to get us smashed. She just, I just doesn't. Know she's how. just. Yeah. Anyway, we got so violently drunk off ciders, Coronas. Yuck. We had Swanee D cans. And we had. It was those. Pink and yellow, like zigzaggy, stripy yeah, yeah, cider. Yeah. And we were making these, what we thought were incredible, but we were 17 and 18. Like, they tasted like shit. No, they were fucked. It was vodka and soda with a tiny bit of passion fruit pulp. Oh, and my God. It, yeah, because we, had, like we had nothing on us. Anyway, this day as well, I feel like it's not included in here. It was during when the cyclone hit. <laughs> um, I also took it upon myself to eat an entire packet, family pack, in brackets of cherry tomatoes. So Pippi's missed half this story because she's embarrassed. But basically, we were just like we, calling we out, like, "Who's here? What's happening? What's going it's on?" Embarrassing. And our we neighbors know, were but... going, "Oh, we're here!" Like, rah, 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 like talking to us. And we thought, "Oh, fun! There's like young people here too." Then they started ditching honky nuts at our tent. These guys were in their mid-thirties with kids. The kids were asleep and they were fucked up. So I'm we were hiding was... in the tent getting blasted with honky nuts by strangers it turns out we ended up finding some friends we all sat around a campfire our friends brought us beers what are the the triple x anyway we started drinking them sat around the fire with them played music we were accompanied by two 30 year old women with marriage issues (laughs) 
Sarah was flirting with a 35-year-old Argentinian godlike looking man for a long time. I took him to bed at 3 a.m. You know why? Because I got so drunk drinking straight vodka out of a Smirnoff bottle I that I sat, fell asleep sitting upright around, around the, the campfire. They were babysitting their friends tripping on acid. <laughs> Did I mention... This is Sarah, by the way. This Don't is say it! <laughs> I'm joking. Okay. Oh, my God. Okay, now I That's think enough. we That's shouldn't enough. ramble on for too long, but we have a very funny story. That was the excerpt from the journal. I'm not going to read it anymore because everyone's probably very confused at home. But if you guys want to hear more about journal no, entries definitely let me know and we can do like a whole thing on it yeah. so my other favorite memory from our trip is when we went to Denmark that was really fun and we went down to Albany when we went to Albany we wanted to save some money so we stayed at a hostel which we haven't done together and Albany is a pretty weird place um lovely it's but weird but it's kind always of cold and always windy mm-hmm. and it's something there's something eerie about it so we get there Keep in mind we're really young. Also, we're dramatic. Oh, sorry. I forgot so to mention we are incredibly we're like, dramatic. We're not dramatic, but we like to be dramatic. Yeah, internally we know we're fine, but externally we but project. It makes it, it makes it fun for me and Sarah. Like, we enjoy It's a joke. Yeah, it's, I know. It's a piss take. Like, we're joking. Nobody gets that, but it's a joke. Like, I'm not actually being dramatic. I'm just kidding. Yeah. So, um, we get to this hostel and it's really really weird they're always weird and like if you're mature enough you just accept it and you have fun but we were obviously on one this day go in it's really spooky we freak out we go back out okay this is when no, it gets I real feel weird like we can't. it's so what weird. happened and it's okay. you know it's just it's not today's world but it did happen and it's so funny no but we get okay i just have to feel like we need to explain ourselves a little bit me and sarah like i said like we both just said enjoy creating drama within our little bubble that we live in when we're together like, we don't need anybody else involved. Like, we sometimes feel like we're living in our own world. Like no one can see us no, and that yeah, it's just like funny. Yeah. And we don't think about what it looks like to everybody else. So I'm going to keep going with the story. We go back out to the car where all our stuff is and we're freaking out. And there's fog on the back of the car window. So for a bit of a laugh, I'm writing SOS, help us save us on the back of Pippi's dad's Hilux in the car park. And we're like, oh, my God, we can't stay here. What are we going to do? Meanwhile. To be fair, we were very young. <laughs> yeah, and, and like, it was scary. It was- there happens to be a young guy from Kalgoorlie sitting in his car. And he's cooked. He's hotboxed his car. Cone after cone. Cone after cone like it reeked. And he's seen this message. The poor guy. He's the same age as us. Yeah, I really feel for him because he's seen us write SOS on the back of our car. And he would have started freaking out like this is some sort of message from the gods. And he needs to help out these girls. So he gets out of his car. Are you guys all right? Like, are you guys okay? And we had to explain the whole thing to him that we are completely fine. We said, are you staying here? He goes, yeah, I've stayed here the past three weeks. Okay, perfect. We are brats. We are city brats. Shut up. Just shut up. Um, And then the last memory I wanted to recap on was when we went to Fitzgerald National Park, which is in the middle of nowhere. Do you want to hit this one? Okay. We are driving no service on a dirt red road 
mountains. It's, it's one of those um like public campsites where it's first in, first serve. You just sort of go and you can give money to this machine thing if you want to, but you don't have to. It's like very remote, I yeah. would say. Yeah. So we get there. It's maybe like we're driving for what, like an hour on We didn't think we were going the we're right going way. Like 40 kilometers an hour because we can't go any faster because the roads were fucked. Just being dramatic. We can't. Where's <laughs> like, the water? We meant water. to see water. I need to see water. Anyway, we oh. get around this corner and me and Sarah have never been so fucking happy in our life. Tears were in our eyes. Yeah, we were emotional. We see... The most beautiful water I've ever seen in my life. Mountains on one side, rocks and shit on another side. Massive bay that we had literally all to ourselves. It was insane. You could surf there because we're like, oh, we did surf. We did. We're really, we're really good. At least we tried. And then we made friends. We made friends with these middle-aged bikers. Bikers. One of them was. They weren't bikies. No, they were nurses from Melbourne. They were nurses. However, one of them was on a motorbike. Yes. Shout out to him. Oh, love you. I forgot his name. But they were very like not weird at all. Very very lovely. But they like let us cook on their barbecue and we played card games with them. I think there's a little excerpt here of these boys. Okay, here it is. Fitzgerald River National Park. I tell you what, when we saw the ocean as we came over that hill, I'm pretty sure I shed a tear. This place has my heart. It's so beautiful and secluded. We just sat and took it all in, enjoyed some camembert cheese and some vodka sodas, which we enjoyed quite <laughs> a bit less. Yuck. Are you serious? Could, <laughs> could be the fact that we put rotten passion fruit in them. But oh. hey, who's to judge? The sunset was unreal. Afterwards, we headed back to camp where our neighbours came to say hi. We ended up having dinner over at theirs and played cards. They're from Melbourne and doing a big round trip for 10 weeks. Tom, Hayden and Marty, just in case you crossed paths with them again. They were lovely. All right, guys, we got to keep moving. I wanted to talk to Pippi about her. She's got a lot of wisdom, this girl. She's young, but she's experienced a lot. And I think my favorite thing about Pippi is how she really follows her own path and she doesn't she doesn't confide to I talk about this so much on this podcast, but just like the where you think you're supposed to be in life, that's not a real thing. It's just a concept and Pippi's always been very independent. So I wanted to talk to her about success in terms of happiness and get vulnerable with you because it's important for us to do that. So I think during school Pip spoke earlier about it, but she didn't really enjoy school very much and her happiness, I would say, probably wasn't... It was fucked. Yeah, it wasn't all there. No, I was not happy. And obviously I had my struggles too. Um, but I wanted to ask you how you took control of your happiness um, because I think you've evolved so much and just your thoughts on success and how to find it and how you view it. What is success to you? And, and just like, I think... Any tips you have on how you grew happiness in yourself and where you grabbed it from? Ooh, that's a lot of questions. It is, it is. But just sort of go crazy. My experience in school, I didn't mention it earlier a little bit. I wasn't a happy girl. When I think about it now, like the place that I'm in now, this is the happiest I think Mm. I've ever been in my life. And I want to continue having it this way do you know what I mean and I'm going to do everything to make sure I stay like obviously it's up and down it's not linear like your happiness and your mental health and stuff like that but like learning strategies yeah mechanisms once you set them in place you can almost learn how to keep 
It's like a s- book of instructions or something that you can go back to. You know, what makes me happy. Yeah. You have your list of things that work for you. Mm-hmm. And they're, it's like a survival guide that's just right there in your pocket. Yeah. Okay, so basically during school, I wasn't happy. Everyone has shit going on. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like each individual person has stuff going on at home within themselves. Like And teenagers out, have it teenager. really tough. Yeah, like figuring out who you are, what you want to be. Like the type of person you want to become, the way you want to treat others, all this stuff comes Plus into Plus the play. pressures. In school, for one, feeling like you need to fit in. Mm-hmm. Feeling like you need to do all the... Milestones like yeah. that people talk about. Like yeah. you want to fit in. You want to be part of friendship groups. You want, to, you want people to like you, all this stuff. I think it's important to talk about like taking a step back and then working on yourself quietly. I yes. think a lot of the time... We are very public. I mean, this is hilarious coming from me with a podcast and a very large digital footprint, but just taking a step back and then working on yourself privately without anybody else's input. I feel like that begun after school or even during school. During school, I think I went through a bit of a scary phase in year 10. I think we all did. And it hit me one day and I was like, I'm not happy. This is not the person I want to be. I want to be a better person for myself mainly and and for others, for my family, for my friends, for future relationships, stuff like that. I started to do a bit of research. I've always been very spiritual, very into that sort of side of things. And I got into kinesiology, which is basically energy healing. Yeah. And I kind of like have always really loved it, been very into it and stuff, but I didn't get properly back into it until I was in about year 11 and I had this switch and I was like, I want to change. I want to be better for me. So I started getting researching, reading books, all this sort of jazz about shadow work and thinking about your flaws, things that aren't good about you and understanding why you're that way. Almost like forgiving yourself instead of looking at it like, this is what I need to change about me to be perfect. You go, these are my flaws, but this is why I have those flaws and I forgive myself for it, but we don't have to be that way. And like working through it like that. Instead of being so anti- I think we just all want to strive to be so perfect all yeah, the time. Yeah, and but it's not realistic. No. I think that you, like, obviously travel experience where you grow and you, like, spending time by away yourself. from shadow work, but spending time with by yourself and away from the people that you've grown up with, new people, new insight, all ages. I learned a lot personally from that um, when I've gone traveling and I've moved places I think having friends of all different ages was something I wasn't used to and I've learnt so much from them. Mm. I matured a lot from it and it helped me to like stop picking at myself so much, picking at these things about me because in school, obviously everyone's the same age and we're in the same bubble. You want to compare yourself. Naturally, you just do it because you want to, yeah, you want to be normal you want to fit in whatever and then as I left school I realized that's not a thing I'm unique and that's good you know I can bring something different to the table I think that's where your happiness stems if you're not happy it's almost like you need to make this inner work happen and prioritize it and it takes a lot of work it's it's a process it doesn't happen overnight Pippi was with me a couple months ago when I hit 
very much rock yes. bottom. And I hadn't seen her in a while. We went down to the beach. Pippi was with me when I decided to drop out of uni and she was the one that you didn't obviously encourage me to drop out, but you just, you gotta do what makes you happy. yeah, you just you really push that idea. You got to go with your gut and you could tell I wasn't happy and we just did it. I called up the people that mattered and told them. And then I also just messaged my school and said, bye, <laughs> I'm leaving. And it was chill. Like it wasn't this whole big thing that I made up in my head, but yeah, we got each other's back. And we don't Definitely. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Always there for each other. I would love if you could give maybe three or five tips that you have in your survival book, your handbook. Um, if you're feeling down, these are the things you do. I can go first. I think definitely my tips are going to the beach. That always helps me. Um, being out in the sun, that's really important to me. Second thing would be exercise. Yeah, it is. And getting off your phone and realizing the world's a lot please, bigger than just you. Please go on Do Not Disturb and never fucking take it off. Yeah. Get off your phone. Get off your phone. The second, so bad. <laughs> the second so thing bad. I have is definitely doing exercise. The reason that I'm saying these tips is that everyone's different. So for me personally, I hate meditation. It doesn't work for me. It just makes me more in my head than before. And I feel quite like isolated if I meditate. So my form of meditation is definitely going and doing exercise. I'm huge on it. The third thing is listening to podcasts. That helps me a lot. It just feels like I'm in a conversation with someone and I don't know. It's really nice. I'm also big on journaling. That's a big one for me. Just more about how you feel and not a recap of your week. I feel like whenever I get in that cycle where I'm like, oh, I did this and then I did this, I get nothing out of it. It's just sort of a waste of time. But if I talk about my feelings, which is really hard and easier said than done um, with journaling, that helps me so much and it just gets everything out on the page. And I know that everyone says that, but actually try it. I think that's all from me. Those are in my handbook. What's in your handbook? Top three. One for me is definitely like shadow work, what we are talking about mm. before. I feel like the way when I was trying to talk before, I got a bit stuck. But mine is like really trying to understand and recognize and validating my feelings, being like, hmm, I'm feeling this way. Why am I feeling this way? What is making – is there something making me feel this way? Is it a person? Is it me? Is it – where I am is it what I'm doing Do you is know it what I linked mean? to like something in linked? your past it, like that's where a lot of things stem from and nobody gives that the time of day no you have to actually acknowledge mm, it yeah a hundred percent so that's like a big one and it's very like we always say very easier said than done but once you make it part of your daily routine or like you pra- start practicing it it's like meditation it's like going on a run the more you do it the better you get yeah I'm not very good at communicating up front straight away about like problems or stuff. Like talking to say a psychologist or a therapist, I don't like that. I like no, kinesiology, yep. but I can't sit on a chair and talk to someone about don't know. who I don't know, who I don't trust mm-hmm. about how I feel. I've learnt over the years, very young still, but I've learnt that my coping mechanism for like mental health and stuff is... I can actually do it myself. Okay, what makes me feel good? Quality time with the people that I love. Mm -hmm. Quality time. I need 
people in my life that uplift me and make me feel better. Sometimes you need other people's perspectives and point of views to make you feel better. So that's definitely one. Hanging out with the people that I love and spending quality time that isn't always... It's like wholesome stuff. Like I want to do... I want to have a nice dinner and just chat and have long conversations and that sort of thing. That's definitely one. Another one is being outside. Yeah. Like very similar to you. Being outside and getting off your phone connecting with nature going for a swim sometimes when you feel like shit you want to hide in your bed that's it feels like you don't have energy for anything else but trust me doesn't matter if it's cold doesn't matter if it's sharky Mm -hmm. and we're not all blessed with the ocean so close but just go for a swim it genuinely bumps you from a four to an eight or nine like it just feels like the most refreshing yeah it's so worth it these aren't tips for you if you're really struggling yeah and you're- yeah and this is like when you have that week where you can't really bump you feel a little bit flat and you can't really shake it like not feeling happy or sad i'm just like this middle range these would be our tips we move on we move on to a very exciting segment Ooh. question time question time so the questions if you guys have any questions in the future definitely check out the instagram at whole lot of nothing pod that is where i ask you guys what you think and your thoughts so definitely check it out because i love having you involved in my podcast okay we got a few (laughs) some of them we've already answered (laughs) most of them are about your boyfriend how were you set up how did she meet her boyfriend (laughs) about the lover is she single asking for a friend? Cameron's skincare routine. Why are you so sexy? <laughs> and then Talia's asked what happened to Babe's arm that one time, which oh, we obviously, fun. I know, yeah. she's a crack up. Uh, we've already <laughs> gone through that trauma <laughs> of that day. Oh, Pippi was set up by Emma. Shout out to you, Emma. She's very chuffed about it as well. <laughs> Okay, are we actually speaking of If this? you want to, I have a couple more questions I thought of as well. Okay, what are they? Hit me. Okay, first question I have, well, it's actually from Emma. She asked me in IRL. And the question okay, is Emma. pros and cons of living with friends. Wow. She thought that would be good for us to talk about. Okay, um, living with friends. Okay. Context. Context, me and Emma used to live together in Ronest. Um definitely a pro obviously it's easy you're living with your best friends are you serious that's so fun i'm gonna come in and say it's particularly easy when you meet by living together Mm. i didn't know maddie before we lived together you didn't know emma if pippi and i were to move in together that's a very different thing you have to i don't know adjust whereas if you don't know them there's no adjusting you just sort of rock up rock up Definitely a pro. It's given. Like, you're with your best friends. Like, when I met Emma, I was sleeping in her bed and I got a message from her being like, hey, babe, I don't know you, but you're in my you're bed, in my, bed <laughs> my sheets, everything. And literally from then, we lived together for like over a year and we hit it off. Common interests, that sort of thing. Very similar routines, the way we like things. It just worked. So, Which is lucky because it doesn't always work. It doesn't. Right? Oh, like we've I've lived with people and mm-hmm. it's like I can't do this. I and can't. you have to. Um, you gotta be patient. You gotta be patient and open minded. Like I've lived in the snow a couple times with yes. different people. One time I was living with sixty five different people, 
um, <laughs> that was cooked. And we all shared one kitchen. But it was fine, as long as you're open-minded. I mean, listen, my roommate. you got to know what you're getting yourself into yeah. when you live in a workplaced shared Yeah, house. you also work together. That's huge. It's very... You, you can't get mad. The cons... You can't. ...is that you obviously lack a bit of personal space and they can get on your nerves yes. because of being that is exactly. so trapped with each other. But all you have to do is take that time to be like, all right, guys, going Well, that's what me and Emma and Ali and Kate, and when all of us did it, we would always, like we would occasionally go together, but a lot of the time it was a lot of free time, alone time, yeah. thinking time. Yeah. And that's what makes you feel good because then when you come home, it's like, oh, yeah. I feel better, I feel replenished. I'm ready to hang out with my friends again. Yeah. You know, so that's probably the only con for me. Another con. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm just thinking this isn't friends wise. This is just housemates wise. I'm very anal about how I like things to be. So am I. And that's what I was about to say before. Like very my roommates that I've had are probably listening being like, Sarah, you're a tight ass. Like you are. You are so particular you are but i love it and some people love it some people don't and i totally get that i wouldn't say i'm a perfect roommate at all i need things like extremely clean to the point where i will clean up your stuff for you and that's Mm kind of rude but i do it anyway continue on not friends wise i just mean like housemates wise obviously friends with all of them but i found it really hard like i'm anal about the way i like things i'm very particular i like Everything in the right spot at the right yeah. time. If you move it, I it's will cry. It's not like a cleanliness thing. It's more of like a control thing. Like, that's where I like it. Don't oh, it just it. makes me feel calm. Yeah. It makes me feel put together. You don't have your own space. So when you think about your bedroom, imagine someone coming in your bedroom at home and like fiddling with things. Oh, and just and you're like, readjust, you moving your furniture. Stuff? But that's what it's like. Anyway, we got to keep moving. Yep. Sorry. We just, <laughs> this happens. This happens. Next question. Do you have any travel tips slash saving money tips? I actually got taught this by my mummy and she got taught by her dad. He used to be a bank manager up in Port Hedland. So my mum and her side of the family, very good at saving money because that's what they've been taught. It was always money, money. He knows what he's talking Um, about. When you get your paycheck, put away three quarters of it. Right. And then, so I, in my savings, like on my bank account, I have three accounts. So I have like a serious savings, a spending savings and like my card. So when I get paid, say like you, you've worked full time and say you get what a grand, um, you put away like 700 bucks of it into the serious savings. That's there. You're not touching it. it. You can't touch it. And then you put say like what? 200. 200 in the like other savings. savings account but you can touch it you can bring some yeah. money out you can put some money away and then keep 100 on your card for that week or that fortnight I like that. it's hard i have to admit there are times where i do tap into the savings savings when i've been broke broke sometimes you gotta sometimes you gotta and you need someone to be up your ass about it all right we ramble 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 i know we need to move on to the last segment which is my favorite segment of the show uh-huh. <laughs> show hey guys um and that is recommendation of the week i love this segment i don't know why i'll go first uh-huh. guys i'm not much of a movie watcher to be honest like Usually I go to bed really early because of my job. So I don't dabble in a movie. And if you know me, I fall asleep in honestly 
how fast do I fall asleep in movies? Five Disgustingly minutes? fast. Disgustingly fast. You can't watch a movie with me. Even at a cinema, I fall asleep. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Fuck me! What? My recommendation of the week... <laughs> Sorry. ...is... The movie Baby Teeth. If you- oh, what? my God. Ah! Me and Loam watched this. It's this one. Me it's and Loam like- literally watched that a couple of weeks ago. Oh, my God. And it's fuck. I was it crying is- and he was lying there. I was telling I was Ella. Tears. It was like not crying. It wasn't like, oh. No, it was. I was going like this. <laughs> yeah, it was so fucked up. Even to the point where it kind of affected me for a couple of days. Yeah, I, no. I was driving home from family dinner and i just started bawling my eyes out and i was in the car thinking i was in the movie like crying yeah. it was really weird got home finished the last 20 minutes and i just i was a wreck that movie's incredible it's on netflix guys please watch it it's australian um it is very sad and it's about someone who's sick but it's fucking awesome it's weird nine out of ten weird 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 yes it has the face. same like uh, energy as Breath, I would say, which is yes. a really weird movie. But Paper bag. you know, it it opens your mind a bit. Yeah. Your recommendation, please. Okay. Recently, I've been super into red wine. I've always been a red wine. I've always been like, when it comes to drinking, I've never had a go-to drink. It's no. always it's always chop and change, or it's like I'll drink something for like a couple months and then mm. it'll, I'll change to something else. It used to be Balmer cider. Then it went to gin and pineapple juice. Yeah. I did go through a bit of a beer phase. Yeah, you did. Um, single fin. Swanee D with Swanee dad. Mm, maybe like over the cu- past couple months. Maybe started last year a little bit. But it's been red wine. I don't drink crazy fancy stuff. Anything will do. I, and you can get cheap red. Cheap red. The it's tummy. warm. I'm not cold. It's, it's a, a perfect... Hug perfect winter drink so that's my recommendation Just of the week if you don't like red wine start fucking drinking it i don't care it tastes better the more you, you just drink need to adjust. <laughs> it's so good thank you so much for coming on pip thank you for this having has me been awesome it's been great i've been a little bit nervous the whole time i know okay. everyone's nervous but you shouldn't be it's so much fun. Yes, it is fun. Thank you guys for listening. Please follow the Instagram at whole lot of nothing pod and follow the Spotify. You can give it a rating if you like. And yeah, I think that's it from us. Have a great day. Sun shining. Get out there. Take it in while you can. <laughs> the weather's Take going. It in while you the weather can. is getting chilly and the water is cold. Anyway, talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.